This year, I am focused on saving and investing, but I still want to do things like travel. NerdWallet lets you compare top travel credit cards side-by-side to maximize your spending, some even offering 10 times points on your spending, which means you could end up with a free flight or maybe a better hotel room. So what could future you do with smarter financial decisions? Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. Reminder, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. Gretch, I know from my own experience that baby making is not always simple. There is a lack of knowledge surrounding how to get pregnant. And when you want to conceive, there can be a lack of understanding and resources. Frida Fertility is the only one-stop shop that makes it easier to make a baby with a set of solutions for everything from reproductive health to uh, ovulation tracking to conception aid. Frida is simplifying the journey to parenthood with products that help you go from trying to making a baby. Frida products are innovative, easy to use, and accessible, from ovulation prediction to at-home insemination kits. This is baby making simplified. Find Frida Fertility on Amazon, at Target, and select CVS stores near you. That's Frida Fertility, F-R-I-D-A, Frida Fertility. Hello, we are here for more happier, where we get more happier. Hey, Elizabeth. Hi, Gretchen. So today we're going to be talking about a great series of books that I've been reading, why it's so great when it's easy to return our orders. And Elizabeth, I think you have yet another reason why you're happy about getting your dogs. But, you know, before we start talking... We're doing something that we almost never do, which is to record well in advance of when an episode would air because I'm in Montana, beautiful Montana, and you and Chuck are both going on vacation. So we're going ahead and recording this early. So it's like we're talking to ourselves in the past, Elizabeth. It's weird. Yes, I know. Or that's right. Or in the future. I don't know. Something weird. (laughs) But luckily, I think everything we're talking about today, we will still feel when this airs. Yes, exactly. But so first of all, Elizabeth, so what is this? What's making you more happier this week, next week, whenever? (laughs) I have time has lost all meaning. What's making you happier at some point? What's making me more happier is how easy it truly is to return things that one orders online. So Uh. I used to be a big proponent. um, I've talked about this on Happier in Hollywood and maybe on Happier as well, that I only like to order from stores where I could drive the the item to the store to return it. So like a J. Crew, for instance, because there are lots of J. Crew stores. You were adamant about this. Uh, Yes, I was adamant that I wouldn't mail something because I just didn't understand how to get the label and then you have to take it to ship and the, the all these things. Well, I can say they have truly made it so easy now. You just yep. 
go online, you say you're returning something, they send you right then a QR code, which I just take a screenshot of, and I can just take the item in its original box to this FedEx station that is as close to me as it could possibly be, and they do everything. They just get scan the QR code and they print the label and they shut the box and they take it and I do nothing and there's never a line. And it's so easy that it's changed my shopping habits. So for mm. one thing, I'm just returning things much more, which is so good because, you know, sometimes you get something that's on the line. Like recently mm -hmm. I got a pair of shoes. I absolutely love the shoes, but if I was totally honest with myself, they don't, completely fit, you know, not perfectly. <laughs> and I'd sworn to myself, I'm only getting shoes that are totally comfortable, you know, no more of yeah. this like, oh, they'll be fine when you know you're yeah. not going to want to wear them because they're not comfortable. And in, in the old days, had I ordered those shoes, I because it was from a place I couldn't actually return them to, I would have kept them. But I forced myself, I said, no, I made a promise not keeping anything that's not totally comfortable. And I took them down and returned them. It took like two minutes. It was so easy. And I've been doing this. And what I realized, Gretchen, I know you're the clutter expert. It's keeping me from bringing clutter in of stuff that mm -hmm. I might ultimately never wear because it isn't quite right for whatever reason or use. And it's saving money because I'm not wasting money on things that ultimately I'm never going to use. And do you feel like this is making you buy more because you know you can return it or because then you would say, well, that's sort of a negative? Or do you feel like, no, you're, you're, you're still buying things, you're just not keeping things that you wouldn't otherwise keep or that you wouldn't otherwise return, I should say. You would keep them instead of returning them. Right. Right. I haven't quite gauged that. I don't think I'm ordering more, but I actually think I'm ordering better because now I will order from stores that I can't just mm -hmm. easily access with my car. So right. I feel like it's broadened where I'll order from, which hopefully makes me get things that are closer to what I want. So right. more right. to unfold the story. I don't know. You know, we'll see. Hopefully it won't make me order a lot more. I'm definitely right. returning a lot. So that is a good thing. Excellent. Elizabeth, this is making me think that I should add a PS to Outer Order Inner Calm because that's full of like every <laughs> hack I could think of of how to clear clutter. But at that, like when I was doing that, it still was pretty cumbersome to do returns. And I feel like in the last couple of years, they've just really figured out how to make that seamless. So in, the, in yes. Outer Order Inner yes. Calm Part 2, I'll, I'll talk about that. Yes, yes. Okay, Gretch, what is something making you more happier? Well, I have discovered this series of books. It's got, I think, 39 volumes in it right now, and it's called The Last Interview Series. And what it is, it's, they're, they're these short volumes, mm. and the description is it's celebrates the heroes and innovators of art, politics, and literature with a collection of interviews and conversations that span their creative lives. And so it's people like everyone from Billie Holiday to Gabriel Garcia Marquez, Julia Child, Kurt Vonnegut, Prince, Jim Didion, Graham Greene, all different kinds of great figures. And what I like is I think I've read like six or seven of these. 
It'll be interviews, like early interviews, mid-career interviews, later interviews, and then it always includes the last interview, which is why it's called the last interview series. So there's always sort of a poignant quality to that. But obviously, they're picking the interviews that they think have the greatest value and the biggest range and the greatest insight. And we've talked about this, Elizabeth, how you'll sort of get interested in somebody like I was looking, do they have a Paul McCartney one or whatever? Yes. And or Dolly Parton. Why don't they have Dolly Parton? Oh, maybe the people have had to have died. See, that's well, the cause thing because the they la- have to have the last. Uh, yes, I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> OK, all is revealed. So if you're interested in a person who has died, then this is something that can be just sort of a great, quick way to get an excellent set of interviews. So I just really enjoyed those. And it often, you know, because I often read the ones of people who are writers and they'll talk about their creative process, which is always fascinating to me. So I'll I'll put in a link for people who want to just browse through the catalog. Um, I get the sense that they're just doing more of these all the time. And I feel like it's just, it's a really great way to, without very much effort or time, you get a pretty good sense of someone in their career and kind of what they're most well-known for. So uh, I think this is uh, is a terrific thing to know about. And again, it's called the Last Interview Series. And I like that you hear them speaking in their voice. I mean, even if you're reading it, it's their voice. You're not just reading about them. You're hearing their words or reading their words. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, Gretch, coming up, I've been meaning to tell you something else about my dogs. And I swear after this, I will not mention the dogs for at least a month or six months. (laughs) But first, the sad break. The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe without spending a fortune, and luckily I found Quince. Elizabeth, I got the Flow Knit Wide Leg Pant. It's very light. It's perfect for the summer. It packs very easily. I recently went on a trip with my family, and I took it with me, and they were just the thing to wear on a really hot day where I wanted to be covered up, but I wanted something that looked great and also was very comfortable. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to Quince.com Gretchen for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Gretchen to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com Gretchen. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and free. And, you know, Elizabeth, I now work with a team and hiring the right people is so important. It's maybe the most important thing. And LinkedIn makes the process of identifying and hiring people easy and intuitive. I know that when I've been hiring for my team, it's hard to find quality candidates to interview. And LinkedIn isn't just a job board. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else 
even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash Gretchen. That's linkedin.com slash Gretchen to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. So, Elizabeth, you got another aspect of owning dogs to tell me. And, you know, as a listener noted, for you, 2022 is the year of step, but it's also the year of pets, which is step backwards. So what what more do pets have yes. to illuminate your happiness in 2022? Yes. First of all, I can't believe I hadn't noticed that step is pet spelled backward until she pointed that out. So Gretchen, you know, people talk about, oh, now our family is complete. Like people will often post on Facebook with a baby, oh, this completes our family. Or someone says, oh, my family is complete with one child, or someone else might say, oh, I didn't feel like my family was complete until we had our third baby. Or maybe people feel like their family is complete without any kids. But regardless, I had this kind of revelation the other night. We were outside, Jack and Adam and me, and then Daisy and Nacho, and they were running around, and we were sitting by the fire pit, and it was so nice. And I just had this like overwhelming feeling of now our family is complete. These two dogs, and I know I'm becoming this person who just talks about dogs all the time, really does give me that sense of completion, which, you know, I never quite had before. I really was not at peace with only having Jack I was mostly at peace with it, but not a hundred percent. But now I, I feel like, okay, our family is complete. This is what we needed. Not one dog, but two dogs. And I feel complete. I'm so happy to hear you say that. And it's been so interesting for me as your sister to see this. It really yeah. is been this whole huge new aspect of your identity, something that you've just sort of discovered in yourself. And I mean, when you went from one to two, I was like, hold on. That felt like a real ramp up in logistics (laughs) and barking. But you knew, like, it was like three weeks after you got Nacho that you got Daisy. It's been, it really is interesting to see this big transformation. It's exciting. Yes, I will say Adam brought up getting a third the other night. And I said, no, I said, I feel our family is complete. I feel we're complete now. And that's such a great feeling. Like, I've heard people say that, and I've never really understood it myself. But it's so great that you felt like you you now get it, and you've achieved that. That's fantastic. Yes. Yes. So um, that gives me a peaceful feeling. To gold start and not showing Daisy. (laughs) Yes, yes. Okay, Gretch, what is our spotlight on a tool today? Yes. So one thing that I find myself talking about all the time is this checklist for habit change. And, you know, when I was writing Better Than Before, I came up with the 21 strategies that you can use to make or break a habit. And the thing that's sort of funny is that often if it's a big habit, like you might use six or seven strategies around it, which when I, I mean, I think that sounds really onerous, like, oh my gosh, I'm like going to have to spend my whole day thinking about 
walking for 20 minutes every morning or something, but it's actually not that hard. And it's really helpful to like use the strategy of pairing, use the strategy of convenience, use the strategy of inconvenience, use the strategy of other people, use the strategy of accountability. Like it's not, it's not that hard. It sounds harder than it is. But I do think that sometimes it's helpful to go through every strategy and think like, could I use this strategy just to really help me throw everything I have at this habit that I'm trying to change? I mean, this is if you really want to, if you're really trying to change a habit. So I made this checklist. And so you just write at the top, like, ooh, this is what I'm trying to do. Like read every afternoon or take a nap every day or whatever it is. And it's all on one page. And so then you can write in just briefly how you think you're going to do it, because the more specific we are with ourselves, the more likely we are to follow through. So this is just a handy checklist. It's just like a one pager where you can just write that down. And just I think it helps people see possibilities like, oh, I didn't think about how I could do that. Like one of the things I think is really funny is for exercise and a strategy of convenience. Some people sleep in their exercise clothes so they don't have to get changed in the morning. I'm like, okay, if that works for you. So that's something you could write on your little sheet, like sleep in my exercise clothes. You write that next to strategy of convenience. There you go. Gretchen, it is funny that you bring up, though, if you really want to change the habit, because I remember one thing you discovered is a lot of people don't want to change their bad habit. They want to keep their bad habit. And it doesn't matter how many tools you give them, they are not going to use them. So if you're honest with yourself and you really want to change the habit, this is super helpful. But if you're honest with yourself and you don't want to change it, then nothing's going to make a difference. No, and I think that's a super important point. It's like you're a grown up, you can do what you want. And if you don't want to do this or that, or you want to keep doing this or that, that's your choice. So this is really like once you get to the point where you're thinking, well, I really want to do this. It's just meant to make it easier because I always think it's just, it's not as hard as people think to change habits when you know, when you really want to and and you go about and do it in the way that's right for you. So this Mm -hmm. is, you know, very customizable. So anyway, you can go to GretchenRubin.com slash resources. It's it's next to better than before because it's my book about habit change. And I'll put all the links in the show notes for anybody who wants to use that. I will say you probably, well, if you listen to the podcast all the time, maybe you know all the strategies, but otherwise you might want to be able to refer to better than before because I sort of use the language the 21 strategies. So it might be easier Mm. to understand it and apply it if you have read the book, but a lot of them are sort of also self-evident. So I I think it's a useful tool. All right, coming up, Gretchen and I are going to suggest shows that we think the other should watch in quality screen time. But first is break. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe place to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Gretchen, when I started my career, therapy really helped me work through all of my stresses so that I was able to concentrate at work and do a good job. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest 
with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Gretchen Rubin today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Gretchen Rubin. Gretch, I love eating sandwiches like a grilled cheese or a peanut butter sandwich is my ideal lunch, but I'm very aware of my carb intake, so oftentimes I avoid sandwiches. Luckily, Hero Bread has remade carby, empty-calorie bread products into fluffy, delicious versions that include no-net carbs, zero grams of sugar, and fewer calories. Plus, it has protein and fiber. I have been using it to make grilled cheeses, and I use their tortillas to make a cheese quesadilla, and I am in heaven. Hero Bread tastes great, has a terrific texture, and helps you meet your nutrition goals. Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use happier at checkout. That's happier at H-E-R-O dot C-O. I don't know about you, but I'm always looking for ways for my son to get involved and give back in our local community. That's why I'm excited to tell you about Student Visionaries of the Year, a campaign by Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, the largest nonprofit organization dedicated to creating a world without blood cancers. Student Visionaries of the Year is a seven-week philanthropic leadership development program for high school students. Participants form strong teams and fundraise in honor of a pediatric blood cancer survivor in their local community. This program is transformative. It not only helps students develop valuable life skills like project management, communication, financial literacy, and entrepreneurship, not to mention it looks great on college applications, but most importantly, is also a chance for them to engage in meaningful work within their their community and make a real impact on blood cancer patients and their families. You can learn more about Student Visionaries of the Year or even nominate a student at lls.org students. That's lls.org students. Okay, Gretch, we're back with quality screen time. We love talking about our quality screen time. Yeah. You know, I think we've been kind of surprised by how much we like talking about quality screen time. I hadn't realized quite how much screen time does contribute to my happiness. I thought I, I was very aware of books. But now that we're thinking about it and talking about it, I'm realizing how much happiness we really do get from stuff we've seen on the internet or TV shows we've been watching or whatever. It's it's not something to be dismissed. And, I, and I'm saying this to you as a TV writer. So, I mean, like, yes, TV makes people happier. <laughs> yes, I approve of this idea. Yes. <laughs> yes. So we thought it would be fun to talk about what we should each watch because I had been pestering you to watch Mad Men for years and yes. you finally did it and it made yes. you very happy. You absolutely loved it and became came obsessed with it. And we did a bonus episode about it. So you were like, gosh, I should go back to that well. Yes. So I want to tell you that you should watch The Wire. The Wire is so, so, so good. In fact, I want to rewatch The Wire. If you watch it, maybe I'll rewatch it too. But I do think that you would absolutely love it. I think if you watch two episodes, you would be entranced and you would zip through it. 
I th- I know you're right. I mean, so many people have told me this. It's a, the kind of show that I love. I'm sure yep. it's totally bingeable, um, and it's all obviously out now and available. And Adam also, I think, wants to watch The Wire. So this is something we could do together, which would be really nice. I'm trying to have us watch more shows together. We just watched The Old Man together. So I am going to talk to Adam and try to get him on board for this. And maybe we can do one or two episodes a night. Mm. And I won't binge it, though, like all in five days, which is what I often do. Well, Jamie's already watched the whole thing, I think, twice or maybe even three times. But I'm going to ask him if he'll do it. Maybe it'll be like a double couples thing where we'll watch it. But it is such a a rich show that I do think it's the kind of thing. It's so tempting to binge through it. But if you have that spacing, I think you do think about it more and remember it more. I found that with Mad Men that I tried to keep myself from binging it too much so that they could sink in and the episodes could sink in and the scenes could stand out in my mind. Yes, they do blur together if you watch too much too fast. So Elizabeth, I'm suggesting that you watch The Wire. What do you suggest that I watch? All right. Well, a few different shows come to mind. Like there's Schitt's Creek, which is Mm. hugely popular and I think you would really like. Also, Downton Abbey, you haven't watched, which I think you would like, but I'm not 100% sure. Like with Mad Men, I knew you would love it. Okay. So Mm -hmm. I felt confident in pestering you. Not positive about those two. So I'll put them on your radar. One show, Gretch, that I have tried to get everyone I encounter to watch because I loved it so much is Chernobyl. And it was, I watched it during the pandemic, you know, when we were all home. It was a show when I heard about it. Okay, it's a show about Chernobyl, a scripted drama. I was like, I don't want to watch that. But I heard it was so good. I just turned it on one day. And sure enough, it was absolutely fantastic. And I happen to think that you would love it because it's just super compelling. And it's Mm. also like less than... 10 episodes, I think. So it's not a big commitment, unlike The Wire. But it just seems so sad. Is it just terribly distressing? Um, I mean, it's not exactly uplifting, but it's also, it's very kind of cerebral, the way it's mm. the approach. So what I, I call it compelling and dramatic and moving, but mm-hmm. um, it didn't depress me. Uh, Maybe because it was just great television and great television makes me happy. But yes, there were there were sad things, obviously, in it. But I felt that I learned a lot Mm. about that time, about how things went down. I just had no understanding of the whole situation. So and the acting is so good and the writing is so good. So I just think you'll find it compelling. Try it. Well, you built up enormous credibility with Mad Men because I had been resisting that for years and I just sort of decided I wasn't going to watch it, which is kind of what happened with Downton Abbey. I kind of missed the boat and then I'm like, well, I guess it's too late for me now, even though obviously it's not. But I love Mad Men so much and I still think about it all the time. So I'm going to I'm going to give it a shot. I think Jamie would like to watch it, too. I, I often do better with TV when we watch together because it just sort of makes me sit down. Mm. So that's great. The thing I will say about Downton Abbey is that it's great, but it's uneven. Ah, okay. Fair enough. 
But listen, we were talking about being happier and watching TV. We have to mention to watch Fantasy Island because it is, and I, I'm not just saying this because I'm your sister, it is just so fun. It is so delightful. Like, there's all these little stories. You get in, you get out. You have that story completion that is just so gratifying. I think especially if you're feeling like you need a little boost or you need a little diversion, it's something that is just, it's it's kind of otherworldly, but in a really kind of sweet, cheerful way. It's not, you know, like paranoid, claustrophobic science yeah. fiction. It's it's really, I mean, it's just something that I look forward to because it's just a, a delight. Oh, well, thank you, Gretch. I appreciate that. And yes, of course, Fantasy Island makes me more happier, way more happier. Yep. And they're actually rerunning it this summer on Fox. And it's also available mm. on Hulu. So you can watch the whole first season. And we're almost done with post on the second season, which will be airing in January. Cannot wait for everyone to see that. So anyway, thank you for that plug. I'll always take a Fantasy Island plug. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> Okay, Gretch, what is our quotation today? Okay. This comes from Robertson Davies. It's an essay called Phantasmagoria and Dream Grotto uh, from one half of Robertson Davies. And this is a quotation that I think about all the time. So he writes, hmm. Sentimentality is a flaw in a work of art, certainly, but the word is often thrown at great and overpowering works of art that embarrass critics who live emotionally in St. Augs, though intellectually they have journeyed south as far as Cambridge. The ending of The Mill and the Floss moves me to tears, though I am not an easy weeper. It is not the immediate pathos of the death of Maggie and Tom that thus affects me. It is rather that a genuine completion of human involvement has been attained but attained only through death. A happiness beyond mere delight has been experienced, a happiness as blasting and destroying as an encounter with the gods. To my mind, this is anything but sentimental. People who prate of sentimentality are very often people who hate being made to feel and who hate anything that cannot be intellectually manipulated. But the purgation through pity and terror, which is said to be the effect of tragedy, is not the only kind of purgation that art can bring. The tempest in the heart that great novels can evoke is rarely tragic in the strict sense, but it is an arousal of feelings of wonder at the strangeness of life and desolation at the implacability of life and dread of the capriciousness of life, which for a few minutes overwhelms all our calculations and certainties and leaves us naked in a turmoil from which cleverness cannot save us. Sentimentality is sometimes used by critics as a term to rebuke artists who seek to sound this terrifying note. If the artist fails, he is probably merely sentimental. But if he succeeds, the critic would be wise to slink back into his kennel and whimper till the storm passes. That's a great quote. Love it. So, Elizabeth, are you feeling more happier? I am feeling more happier, Gretchen. Thank you, Chuck. And get in touch. Gretchen's on Instagram at Gretchen Rubin, and I'm at Liz Craft. Our email address is podcast at GretchenRubin.com. And for everything related to this episode, links, photos, and more, go to happiercast.com. Bye, Gretch. Bye, Elizabeth. The best time to start a happiness project is 20 years ago. The second best time is now.
Gretch, by the way, I just put together that the star of Chernobyl is Jared Harris, and he actually was on Mad Men. He played Lane Price, who was the English guy that came in. Do you remember him? Oh, yes. Oh, interesting. Okay, good. Okay, well, I, I'm going to yeah. watch. It sound, you, you say it's gripping. I'm, I'm going to watch. All right, good. From the Onward Project. Homes.com knows that when it comes to home shopping, it's never just about the house or condo. It's about the home. And what makes a home is more than just the house or property. It's the location and neighborhood. If you have kids, it's also schools, nearby parks, and transportation options. That's why Homes.com goes above and beyond to bring home shoppers the in-depth information they need to find the right home. And when I say in-depth, I'm talking deep. Each listing features comprehensive information about the neighborhood, complete with a video guide. They also have details about local schools with test scores, state rankings, and student-to-teacher ratio. They even have an agent directory with the sales history of each agent. So when it comes to finding a home, not just a house, this is everything you need to know all in one place. Homes.com. We've done your homework.